Welcome to the Why I Love Disney podcast. This is Dustin. I'm starting by myself today. Well, frankly, because the last episode went so long that we chopped it into two episodes. And we're going to start here talking about some of the reflections off of D23. But really, it's three uh, Magic Kingdom fans dreaming what we would do to the park, to Magic Kingdom, the land specifically behind Thunder Mountain, next to Fantasyland, we dream up our ideas for villain land. And so we're going to jump into the conversation already in progress. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Music. Here we go. Well, to our, to our listeners, if you were with us in the last episode, we, we talked about D23 a lot. And um, in last some of two our episodes, <laughs> the last two episodes, that's correct. Yeah. And and we 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 talked about um, just the hits and misses, misses. But I think the biggest we're all kind of like with D23, we were all looking for like park news and we got a little bit. But we were they, they did this thing at the end towards the end where um, I'm sorry, the guy's name who we like so much, David, that was thrown. Who's the guy that does the parks that the park part of Josh tomorrow, Josh tomorrow. That's him. Yes. Sorry. I blanked on his name. But um, they did this kind of blue sky thing that was a little weird, but it was like where they had Imagineers just dreaming, well, what if we did this? What if, and they dropped, you know, Coco and Moana and, and the ideas that we could do this and this and this. Um, and it got us talking that what should they do, especially in particular, there, you know, you got Animal Kingdom and you got some stuff that really that land, there's, there's plenty of room kind of just past Thunder Mountain next to uh, fantasy land. There's still some stuff they haven't done anything with back there. So there's, there's room for park expansion for the magic kingdom. And I think we're all the most interested in that. And I think in the last episode, and I might've pushed this on you guys, y'all might have a great idea for some (laughs) other stuff, but I think the most genius thing to do with that would be an incredible villains land. I agree. Where you walk in down main street and you see like Cinderella's castle. Right. And then Mm. there's fantasy land, like beyond it. There's big Thunder Mountain over here. And then in the very, very back, there's this like clouded, dark, menacing land in the back. And what, so we got to start thinking, what would a villain land be like? If you have fantasy land and villain land, what would we call it? What attractions would be there? What kind of restaurants? What, what themes? What, I love what it. shops? I love this. And we have some ideas. So I want to throw this out there to you guys. How would we design Villains Land? Let's give the Imagineers some food for thought right now. So get your notepads out to all the Imagineers that are listening <laughs> to this. We're going to plan this for you. Let's go. There all right. We go. We're, we're, I will say this, that one disclaimer before we go, that we're 35 minutes in. So if, if, uh, if, if this episode is getting long, I guess you could just pause it here. <laughs> and you yeah. can start it again. Because <laughs> yeah. I know that we're going to talk more than 35 minutes about villains land because it'll take me that long just to talk it'll take me 10 minutes to just talk about my main attraction yeah we can, we so, can break dis- it into parts but a disclaimer uh below that discre- uh disclaimer this is the dream of every disney lover to design a park so this is like kids in a candy shop so i'm yeah, pumped so, to hear what you guys so sound. the kids who are listening go get your you get your your your, your sketchbooks out and you draw pictures of these things and design your theme park rides. You there know, you it's go. like you remember that that computer game theme park simulator or roller coaster tycoon. Remember no. that, those? That's cool. Oh, oh gosh, kind of like Sim City, but for theme parks. Oh. oh yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Pretty, yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, there's a great product for Disney. Disney should do a Disney version of that. Yeah. Oh, dude, and I'd that's buy, how I'd they play get that every day. 
inspiration right there. Yeah. yeah. So anyhow, we're off track. We're already off track. <laughs> villain land. Let's let me ask you first. What I'm calling it villain land, but do you have a a, a name for it? I've what got would a you name. Call it? All right. I've got a name. So my first idea with this is you could call it mischief land. Like I was like. If you want want to do like some fun name and then an underlining phrase, uh, phrase where the light doesn't touch, and that's a callback to Lion King. You know, Mufasa and Simba are looking out, and and Mufasa's telling Simba, "You can go. This is all yours, but you can't go where the light doesn't touch." And I like that idea because I think it would be hilarious to see cast members giving directions to customers and things like that, and being like. Oh yeah, that shop you've got to go to where the light doesn't touch, and it would just be kind of like a funny little, you know, on set cast members. That's where you have to go. That's just where my mind went. I, I like that. I like cool. that a lot. It kind of reminds me a little bit, and I'm gonna. There's little points I want to, but it reminds me of Diagon's Alley, um, mm. where they have the 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 um, the dark art section, right? Yeah. Where you, it's mm-hmm. not on the. It's not even really on the on the map. You kind of yeah. have to know and figure it out. It's, it's pretty cool. Kind of like, yeah, it's, it's dark and sinister. I love that. It's kind of mm-hmm. gives you a realistic feel for sure. Yeah. I like I like mischief. Mischief land, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of a word that was like, you can't call it evil land or, you know, it's it's still Disney. So I was like, what's a, what's a underlining sneaky, you know, you can't say sneaky land, you know? So that, that was the word I fell on that I kind of liked. Okay. All right. David, yeah. you got a name, or are you like you should really go with JDs? I'm, I'll go with that for right now. I haven't really. Th- I, th- I think my I think my attraction name might be the name of the land, but I, okay. Uh, so we'll see. Well, let's go, go with that first. first. So I want to talk first. My one of my big ideas, and we have this broken up into attractions. So an attraction could be a ride. It could be some sort of big thing that will attract you, and you will spend time and stand in line to do. I guess it could be a show. Um, but there are also a category of restaurants and shops. And then there, there's an, I think an overall like theming and, and layout kind of thing I want to talk about. And then my biggest one, and I'm going to start with this one is a technology. And I alluded to this in the last episode, this place needs to be dark and needs to be stormy all the time, all the time. So I don't know. If they can, and I know this this technology, I've seen this, I want to say somewhere in Asia, but we dome this thing in, right? And and so it, it's completely domed, and it's always cloudy and, and dark and dim in there. It's shaded, right? Yeah. You dome the entire thing. And you can project kind of like um, uh, Truman Show style, you know, mm. different different things in the air. And, and projections or whatnot. Now, and if that's going to get the, the the price tag of this this land to you know forty billion dollars, which is <laughs> probably not feasible, then the next thing would be we talked about this earlier in the episode. We're talking about all augmented reality with glasses. David doesn't like the glasses, so I was thinking we have these. You either take glasses when you go into the park that you can take or remove, or you have these like um, and we'll call them. We'll call them, you could even do them like mirrors, right? Um, mirror, the, uh, and you could look through the mirror to see, you know, all the stuff you're supposed to see. But mm. some sort of augmented reality that makes it at least look shady and clouded, even if yeah. it's not. 
Um, I think that might be a little bit more like um, keep the cost down a little bit. But my big thing is that it's completely enclosed and you actually from a distance see clouds and you just figure out how to make it look dark back there from the outside. And when you get inside, you actually have like dragons flying overhead and you have Mm -hmm. like, you know, purples and pinks and and sunset and just sort of like gases flowing up in different places like green swampy (laughs) things and Dude, I think that would be really cool for an overall thing. But it has to there has to be a big giant castle too, right oh, in the middle sure. of this, right? For sure. And which castle would it which ca- villain has the best castle, the best layer? I had Ma- Maleficent. That was what Male- I was I think, picturing. I, I think you're probably right there. Dave, would you yeah. agree with that? A big Maleficent castle? I, I yeah. would I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. A big yeah. black menacing layer. Yeah. Castle. Well, it's a centerpiece. Her castle is pretty, uh, I mean, it's it's in the movie. And it's also, if you look at the concept art that they showed, uh, you can barely see anything about villains. I mean, you see, you can see the Encanto and you can see the Coco area. And then kind of in the back, like they did with Zootopia, you see Hazy. But you can kind of see a mountain, a, a castle that looks similar to like Maleficent's castle in that picture. That's about that is mm. kind of all you can really see and fog. I mean, that's kind of what they did. So I think that'd be a great center. So that was my so that was a big one for me. I don't want to go too much too far and jump on, but kind of a theme and like a, a technology that's in play with the, the Maleficent's castle as a centerpiece. And I think we would all agree on that. And we got the okay. name of the land. So da- David, you're next. You could you could start small or go big. <laughs> well, I can't, mine kind of all kind of works together. Um so the first first I find this 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 land a little problematic because I don't think all these villains go well together. They're so diverse and we have two different animation styles. Not actually you if you look at the great villains like if you pull like who's the scariest villain, they're all 2D animation. Online you rarely see anything that's new. Which that's kind of a weird thing because they really like to do new but our, our last villains have been like Hans from Frozen and uh, the, the little sheep from Zootopia and yeah. a crab from Moana or an island. Like we, we've just not had like a classic Maleficent, Cruella. We've not Ursula. had those characters. Uh, Ursula. Far. We've not had those except live action, and right. I, you know, in, in many years. So you're really going back to 2D animation. So that's even different. And then you've got characters that are that are truly scary that scared generations of kids like the evil queen from Snow White or Chernabog from Fantasia or Maleficent. And then you've got wacky characters like Captain Hook, Captain Hook who's yep. really a coward. And then you've got Madame Mim and you've got all these uh, queen of hearts. They're really comedy. They're like villainous, but they're comedy at the same time. And Ursula is kind of both. She terrorized some people, but then she's very campy at the same time. So it's trying to figure out the tone of what it is. The other thing that's challenging is Disney has never done scary. Well, and every time we do, every time there's been scary, I mean, they could even, they had to take out snow white, scary adventure. Because parents complained so bad that the little the queen scared their kid, or uh, you know we had the extra extraterrestrial ride in Tomorrowland, then Stitches, uh, Great Escape, those things scared people so bad that they don't they, they do not so scary Halloween parties because they can't 
They can't pull off what Universal can. There's a different expectation, which I don't really get. But that going into it is going through my brain. It's like, how do you do this? Because everybody will think it should be appropriate for their their family. So if you've got teenagers, you're going to want it to be scary. And if you've got little kids, you're going to want it to be goofy. And then the other thing that I thought when I think about that um, Universal's going to do this Universal Monsters land. The one thing that works so well about that is they were they were all black and white movies. Frankenstein, Dracula, Wolfman, Mummy, Creatures of the Black Lagoon, Bride of Frankenstein. They were all filmed like in the same era and they were in the same movies. They would have Frankenstein meets the Wolfman and they had those just like we have Marvel. They had a whole little universe where those characters intermingled. So mm-hmm. you expect... Oh, these these guys have for 60, 70 years have popped up on screen together. So and it's all the same look and it's and it is it's spooky, scary. It's not it's not uh, Friday the 13th Halloween Nightmare on Elm Street scary, but it's it's scary in a more uh, it has a tone that's real consistent. So that's my concern with this. Like, uh, again, Yzma and Yzma and. The Wicked Queen just aren't the same. Mm-hmm. They're they're all great. I love them, but you put them in the same land, and you go, "Is this going to look?" And so, the, before we this before they announced this, people have been making these plans for 10, 15 years. People have been trying to do this. So I've I've seen many of these things online where people plan like whole uh, whole areas, and they might have an oogie boogie merry go round and a. I mean, they have like something for every character, but I I don't think Disney would ever build anything like that because I think it would look like a carnival where the bunch of rides have themes. I don't think you, I don't think it would look good. If you had a queen of hearts building over here, and then you have a Dr. Facilier building over here, I think it's just going to look mismatched. Mm. So anyway, so all I could think of was the best thing would be, uh, to do, um, to do like you were saying, Dustin, where it's the main thing about it's going to be this ambiance where, and the other thing I think people really, the, the crowd that really wants a villain's land, I think that might be the crowd that really likes to meet villains. Like they like to go get their picture made with characters. So the first, I, th- I would put it back between, I would go, like you said, I think going from fantasy land would make the most sense. And you could, you could put the entrance um, between, the, the mermaid adventure ride and the be our guest restaurant. And I think that would be a good thing. I, what I would do is maybe structure it. I, I like your idea of going of, of enclosing it. And they have done that like Tokyo. Is it Tokyo Disneyland? I can't ever remember if it's Hong Kong or Tokyo, but they their main streets enclosed because they have so much rain that they actually put a, put a shelter over main street. So there's ways to do it. I mean, you might could do it so that it looked like old ruins that were, you know, covering the whole area. But I do think that it needs to have dark woods. And I would do it something maybe like uh, the entrance to Animal Kingdom where you have multiple paths. Once you go in, there's two or three different paths that you can choose from. And, of course, I think it would all be augmented so that it's dark. I don't know how they can do dark during the day, but it still has to have that classic purple, everything looks purple or green Mm -hmm. or black. I mean, it's that kind of land, but I would do it 
uh, I would have the opening be different paths. And as you go down these different paths, there are different places that you'll, you'll come across different characters, not, not necessarily meet and greets, but they could rotate characters and you could go out there and you could do the selfie thing or you, they, one of the things they do really well at California uh, adventure for the Oogie Boogie Bash, which is California's not so scary. They have the area in the park where it's the, I guess it's where it's the Grizzly River uh, area that's like that part of California. And they convert that whole area into a villain's trail. And you go through and you see, and it's very much like that. All the lighting mm, is wow. purple and green. And and you'll go through and they're, they'll, they'll have Mother Gothel this year. I think they added Madame Mim. Uh, you'll see the queen left that those characters are going to be out there in their own stages, which is kind of like what universal uh, uh, the Orlando does where you go around, you can see different characters in different uh, that are outside. They're not, everything's not inside. So I think right. that would be a huge part of it. Um, but in the back, one, one of the things I kind of drew my inspiration from, they actually, this was actually proposed years ago. They were going to, they were going to build this attraction called bald mountain which was from Fantasia, which is uh, Chernabog, the, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and then off that never got, that was actually, there's old concept art for that, but it never went through. But um, they're also going to build this area called um, Western River. Is it Western River Adventure? Anyway, when they first, when they first built um, Magic Kingdom, they were not going to put pirates in there. They were going to do a Wild West area that was that was going to be built instead of it was going to be the same attraction basically, but it was going to be uh, Cowboys Wild West instead of pirates. Well, the public wanted pirates, so they shifted gears. But what they had planned to do was build this massive, massive attraction in Frontierland that was a, such a huge building that they would have to build mountains to hide it. So that's what I would do with this. My, my idea would be to call this land forbidden mountain, which is where Maleficent lives. And it's a massive show building that's covered by all the mountains, which is in the back. So the, all the paths in the forest lead to keep with the mountain thing too. Like, see, there you go. Yeah. But, but in the original, in the original attraction, I think their plan was to combine a pirate type ride, a thunder mountain ride and a log flume ride, which they eventually end up doing. They just split them all up up. into different Mm. areas. But, but because this part, this is in the back, I would, I, I would definitely build uh, one massive building. And I think the mountains, cover it and so what i would i would design it so that maleficent's castle is like the hogwarts castle and yes so it's up high and yeah. it's not it's not like the 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 you know they tried to do a, the beast castle at fantasy land expansion and you can it just the force perspective is just too small but they can't build something as big as sleeping beauty's cat i mean it's cinderella's castle you can't it, it, pull it down you, it's got but if you put it far enough in the back, the back and you're only looking up at it i think you could really pull it off you're not i don't think you could walk through it you would just see it up in the distance but i think if they built it on mountains and it's built up on top of a show building. It could be huge. Plus, it would give you, you could do projection shows. You could do all yeah. kinds of things in the back. But again, a lot of this, I, I, I can't imagine how you would pull it off at night. I mean, except at night, 
but that's kind of the way Harry Potter has a different tone at night than it does during the day. So maybe, maybe during the day, there's the opportunity to go meet villains with your kids. And at night it kind of changes the tone where it's darker and a lot more fog and more menacing. But anyway, in the back of mine, it's called forbidden well, mountain. I love and that. David, see- I want to oh, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. You can see what you can say. You can see what? No, you or I think you're going to ask a question. Oh, so the thing about parents thinking stuff's too scary. Yes, I do get that. I know the controversy with Snow White and some of those, right? Mr. Toad, you know, that even when I, I remember when I was little, my parents would be like, oh, you can't ride Mr. Toad, you know, <laughs> and I would anyway, and I loved it, right? But I do understand some kids, you know, whatever. But I well, mean, we got the Haunted Mansion, we've got Pirates right. of the Caribbean, like we've got, well, these are, these are all. You just sort of move into this thing. And I know these characters are from the cartoons, but even the cartoons are dark and scary. Like the original Snow White is not like, it's not like a, a Little Mermaid. And even no. Ursula, you know, there are scenes in those that can be, you know, scar you for, for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like right. if you just hit you at the right time in the right place. Hey, I watch, again, I watch a lot of, a lot of I watch a lot of Disney YouTubers and the, the term nightmare fuel in rides like, Snow White Scary Adventures, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, the Disneyland Pinocchio Ride, um, all of those. I mean, people that that phrase pops up often, like, oh, that was nightmare fuel. Like, who would take their kids in that? And so I'm going, well, man, this is gonna this is gonna scare some people. Or you know, maybe what this maybe what this culture needs is a little tough. Yeah, to be scared out of their wits. We need more <laughs> anyway, nightmare fuel. But one of the know, things I would do, yeah. one of the things I would love to do with this land, which again, I'm calling it Forbidden Mountain, which is based on uh, the guy says, you know, they, as long as they knew that there was, there were clouds over Forbidden Mountain, Maleficent hadn't found Aurora. So that's where they get it. And then the, the, the three good fairies, when they finally go, we got to rescue Philip and they go, but we can't go to Forbidden Mountain. So I think that's the whole premise is you don't want to go to Forbidden Mountain. You don't want to go here. This is, you know, stay away. And they like, uh, makes me think of the old, uh, I remember as a kid, the wizard of Oz, when they have to go into the haunted forest and there's always all these signs that say, go back, you know, don't go here, you know, go yeah. away, turn back. And so yeah, I think sure. that would be fun. But I think the opening would give you lots of there. I think the thing that's, that's fun about villains is there's been so many and you only in the Halloween parades, do you see characters like Madame Mim or, uh, Medusa, like these, the seventies characters and the sixties villains pop up. You just, you kind of see the same six or seven characters all the time. So I think this would give you, you could, you could see the big bad wolf. You could see sheriff of Nottingham from Robin hood. All these guys could be out in the woods and you could come across some different stages. Um, I think one of the, one of the other things I would do, uh, before you get all the way back to them, them, I would push Gaston's Tavern, which is a small quick service. I would hide that. I, it would be in the woods as well, and it would be a much bigger. I, it, the, they've built it at Disney World, but in one of the uh, parks in uh, probably Tokyo again, it's much bigger. It looks way more like the one from the movie, and it's more of a sit-down restaurant. It's the only restaurant that I can think that really fits uh, the only character that I could see you could pull off a restaurant. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Gaston's goes in the woods as well, but when you I, get I back that. to the, when you get back towards the back where the forbidden mountains are, where the big e-ticket attraction is going to be up on the mountain, also on the hour 
is a big giant chernabog that looks like he's part of the mountain but you know every now and then he opens his wings up and spreads out but at night he completely spreads out so at night when it's dark they've got lighting and smoke all around him and his wings open up and he watches the whole he watches over all of the forbidden mountain area um but um the main attraction that I'm thinking this, this also went around, like, why would you go into, how do you get into these, this area? So what I, I finally, something like this, and this isn't exactly it, but when you get, when you get back in the area where the mountain is, you, I don't, and I don't know if you guys know Sleeping Beauty. I mean, it, it, like I grew up with it because it was a lot more prominent. But that music that plays every time Maleficent comes around is very, uh, it's very eerie and it's very uh, recognizable to me. But it's this, da da bum da da bum bum, and this and it's what happens like when she when she tricks Aurora when she puts her under a spell, uh, and gets her to go up into the tower to prick her finger. It's that scary music that you hear. So that as you get back in the area, that's what you hear. So the attraction entrance would be that music gets louder and louder and louder. And so you find yourself in this, um, in this room and uh, there's, there's a giant portrait of Maleficent on the wall and that this is in the bay. This is in the the mountain forbidden mountain where the castle is. is, This is the attraction that is in this kind of like, Forbidden Journey yes. in Hogwarts. Okay. But we're actually going to enter, we're going to enter the castle through a cavern down below that's going to lead us into the dungeons first. We're not going to mm. go up to the castle yet. It's up high like Hogwarts. You can't really get up there. We're going to okay. go the the lines and and the way we're going to wind through it is more woods. It's going to be okay. more of the uh more and and caverns. We're going to go down through some caverns and we're going to keep going deeper and deeper. But we're going to hear we're going to hear that music drawing us closer and everything gets greener and greener and uh, eerier. And so when you walk, we, you go in this room and there's going to be, so I thought maybe there could be something like this portrait of Maleficent. And as you go in, there would be multiple rooms, like kind of like the haunted mansion where you all go in that one room, but then it breaks off. So everybody goes in, sees this portrait of Maleficent and she's watching you. Like she obviously moves and she watches your group as you, as you come in, there would be multiple different, because I got to figure out how to get capacity. And so uh, then you go in. So then when you get into your room, uh, it's a dark room with like stone walls and torches and a, uh, the, an animatronic of Maleficent is up on a ledge and she's looking down at you. And so she says something like, you know, you know, again, like the classic lineup that she says in sleeping, you do something like thinking you can defeat, defeat me, the mistress of all evil, but thinking that you could withstand my powers. Cause she's drawn you into her spell. You're under, she has drawn you to the castle with her, with her spell, like, like she did Aurora. And so you're trapped and so she she does her little villain spiel. Then there's a flash and she vanishes like she does in the in the opening scene. And when the lights come up, you realize you're in a dungeon. You're you're trapped. There's no way out. There's bars, you know, the big stone, there's you see the bars on the door now. Everything's lit, a little bit more lit, and you're and you're stuck. But then you're going, how are we gonna get out of here? How are we gonna hit it? Well, the three fairies from Aurora, the Florifon Marriott, they they come in as digital uh, 
effects around the room and there you see their you see their lights and you hear their voices and they say well then they the the wall opens up and they you there's an escape and you go out and when you go out there are boats there's boats that like uh kind of similar to the boats that are maybe in the frozen ever after or the that were in maelstrom there are those boats that are shaped that go up so every, you get everybody gets in a boat there's these are boats that are going to fit about 20 people um it's a little bit bigger than it's not a log flume but it's more like the size probably of pirates so that's kind of the basis of the ride so as you go as you take off you hear them say maleficent has gathered um more evil and their plan is to lock up all the heroes and heroines and you're part of that that's why they've captured you they've locked you away you're part of the heroes and heroines and they're they because they want to get rid of all the light because this is like john david said this is the place that light doesn't touch so they've locked they lock up the light and they're they're they've they've captured other heroes and heroines and you've got to help you know, now that you're out, you've got to go help set them free. So this boat ride is going to take you on that journey. So the last thing they're going to do is they're going to do, I don't know exactly how I envision it, but they do something to the boat that makes the boat light up. And it says, if you make it, what, if you can make it, you know, to, to out, you're, you're going to, this, this is going to break the spell that's over the other heroes and heroines. So anyway, from there, it's kind of basically, um, it's kind of, you know, if, if you can imagine it's pirates or, uh, or, or splash mountain, it's kind of that like that, but there's going to yeah. be several, several different scenes. Um, the first, like at the first lift, when you get to the bottom lift, there's the wicked queen and she's, she's there at the bottom of the lift hill and she's got her, she's got the potions she drinks. And so again, she, there, they're they're trying you've escaped so she drinks the potion and you hear the lightning flash and the wind and as you get to the top of the hill she's 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 up there now as the hag and she's trying to push the boulder over on you so it's one of those things you think is going to be a big drop but it's not really it's just one of those smaller ones that's one lift hill then on the second lift hill um i can't remember all this it'll take too long but I've got, I think the next one I had that it's like, um, it's like Maleficent, it's not Maleficent, Ursula. And so as you go through the tunnel, her tentacles are trying to close around the boat. They're circling over your boat, but you squeeze through just in time. And then I've got several other things that um, uh, you're going to meet Jafar. And Jafar is going to turn into the snake. He's every, all of these are going to transform. They're all going to like Maleficent's going to get bigger, and the tentacles are going to come up. And like Jafar's going to transform from himself into the snake, and he's going to try to circle around your boat, but you're going to pass through. Uh, then there's another scene, kind of like one of my favorite areas in, in Splash Mountain, where you uh, you you go down a couple a couple of you drops, and the first one I'm going to do I'm going to do Doctor Facilier. And you're going to see him and that he's, that's, he's going to, he's going to try to send you to the other side. So you're going to go down that that middle hill in the darkness. (laughs) Then you're going to come, your boat's going to kind of come to a cave and it's going to stop. And there's going to be, there's going to be Hades. And he's going to say something like, he's going to say, 
not deep enough for you, not scary enough for you. How about coming down where I live? Then you're going to go, it, the boat's going to shift and you're going to go down another small hill backwards. And when you get down to this cave, which is kind of like the cave in, in, um, in Splash Mountain where the frogs are and there, it's all mm-hmm. the water features, but it's going to be the underworld. And so in the water, you're going to see all the shadows of all the people yeah. in the water Souls. swimming around you. So, but you're going to make it past him and then you're going to go up the biggest lift hill. And it's good. This is going to be kind of like if you think of the lift hill and something like Splash Mountain, but that's kind of a tunnel. This is going to be more wide open. And as you're Ooh. going up, you're now you're going to see Maleficent and she's mad. She's really mad. So this giant animatronic uh, dragon is going to start rising up beside you till it comes up to the very top uh, of the hill. And just in the nick of time, you're going to go over the big, the biggest fall and you're going to escape. So then Dude. when you, when you get <laughs> to the bottom and you finally get, this is the big drop. And hopefully they can figure out a way that you don't get wet because I don't like to get soaked, but you, you're at the bottom, which is outside. Then you go back through a cavern. And now that the, the, the orb that they lit up on your boat lights up. And as you come into this next room, this next cavern, the dungeons are the, the rest of the dungeon is open and they're going to be live, live heroes and heroines. So you might, you might, you might see Snow White's been freed and Peter Pan and Hercules. And then the next time you go through, it might be Sleeping Beauty and, mm, you know, cool. or, a bell, you know, you, but yeah. you're going to see different characters. And so you're going to have an, an opportunity to kind of wave. And so you, it's a different ride ability each time. You don't know who you're going to see. I thought about this with the villains too. Um, it would be really fun to have, some live action villains, but that just relies so much on actors to, to pull it off. But I love that in the old days when you had rise, like the movie ride where you had the live action, we see that a little bit with, um, with rise of resistance. I think this could be really fun. Cause I think in this, in this attraction, all of the, all of the Disney workers could be under Maleficent spell. So they could all just be blank faced, green, <laughs> darkly yeah. lit, and oh, they just don't cool. really—they don't really have any interaction with you because they're all under that same spell that everybody. In. But that's it. You break the spell. Everybody gets freed. You get—you get to wave at some, and it kind of has more of a little bit uplifting feel, kind of like at the end of Splash Mountain where you have this big drop, but then you have a happy Party. ending, and you see yeah. all the characters on the boat. You'd—you'd you'd have everybody kind of saying. Way to go. Thank you. Then you kind of exit back out into the dark forest. But that's my idea for my big attraction. Called, and that's called Forbidden Mountain. Well, <laughs> I certainly can't beat that. And oh, my I, I gosh. See, I see you have CAD. You probably have CAD renderings already drawn up there. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't <laughs> Those do are the show notes. No, uh, I didn't do that. Amazing. I, tr- I, I want when, when can I ride this? When does this come I know. Come I'm like sad. Like, honestly, I. I'm sad right now because now I realize that's not actually coming to a park. And I'm like, what? Opens in 2032. <laughs> All right. My goodness. Oh, I, I don't gosh. even think, J, JD, you got, do you have something, a main attraction that would beat that? I mean, do you even no, want to say it? No, I went way I mean, smaller <laughs> scales, like spread out attractions. And he that, did I love the, that. The cake. I mean, that is the best. Well, wow. that's it. That's all we got to do. That's the main attraction. <laughs> that is that is yeah. the forbidden journey of of this park, the uh, Forbidden Mountain, 
right? Yeah, like, I, I started to go Escape from Forbidden Mountain, but that sounds like Escape from Green Gods. And if you mm, say okay. Journey to Forbidden Mountain, it sounds like Journey to the Imagination. So, like, they, they use the same word so much. I thought maybe it's just better to call it, call the whole land Forbidden Mountain. I love but it. The attract, I love the it. It's a boat ride. I love it. And we get our mountain back. Drops. We get our mountain we get our, back. We, we get our mountain back because I did. I, we didn't talk about this, but I, I did hear this explained in another podcast that the reason uh, the models we saw of Tiana's Bayou Adventure were so drastically, it wasn't, they said they're not trying to make it cheaper. Uh, like people are like, well, they probably couldn't build that big boat on top. It's like they're trying not to make it a mountain because they, they, they know there's no mountain in the bayou. So there it's supposed to be a salt mine now. So they're mm. trying to get it. They're trying to make it smaller. So if they're going to make that smaller, you need we need bigger. to have another mountain on the other side. I agree. And again, all the way back to even the Eisner era, they were, they were also going to build a mountain in Adventureland called fire mountain, which was going to be a volcano, which was going to be in a, a roller coaster cool. ride. Yeah. So I they were really cool. trying to get a mountain in every area at one point. So, you know, this at least gives us they, a mountain in fantasy land. They need to do an imagineering story specifically on projects that they had completely planned out and designed and then not like they ended up not doing it. Cause that is the most fascinating like, thinking they about like the Mary so Poppins. Mad. Yeah. Make us really mad about it. Yeah. Cause I, that, I mean, that is just the concept of it. It's just so interesting to hear, you know, it's just so fun, but also it's like, I think that'd be really interesting to see how far these projects were before they scrapped them and be like, well, yeah. we could really have this in a park today if they would have, if it would have actually happened. Well, the old, the old ride, I've, and I'd kind of mapped a lot of this out in my head, but I did, I mean, that old ride that was going to be Bald Mountain that they considered at one point, it was going to be Chernabog has gathered all the villains to take over Magic Kingdom. I think that would be a great premise. Yeah. I just kind of went a different direction because I thought, well, that's been thought of and they did, that didn't work. Um, I also think that's the idea of phantasmic the ride. Uh, mm. That's Mickey has a nightmare, you know, and he has to defeat the villains. That would be a great, yeah. a great thing. But again, it's supposed to, the land's supposed to be more about villains than, right. than, than yeah. the light. But I did think it would just be really fun. Like that would be your reward at the end was you get to see that you helped Snow White escape or you helped Cinderella escape somebody that, you know, that's fantastic, be, David. I, seriously, like that 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 would be a, a legendary main attraction <laughs> for this land, and I don't yeah. even think it's worth. I have other attractions to add, and some of them kind of would step on the toes of some of the things that you have in yours. But yeah. I do love that there's not another boat ride. It's not necessarily it, it's so it's family friendly. It's not like a thrill level five, but no. it's just really well done and and and. There's enough thrilling elements in it with these characters in the dark. You just described it perfectly. I, I'm all on board and wouldn't even yeah, I, put a I dissenting the, vote at all. I wouldn't change. I the think thing. the fun would be like the track to see all the care, all the villains do some kind of transformation. They go from their one state so, to their other state to come after you. And uh, I think all of those could do that. The, uh, what I did, in my, in my, I tried to do another attraction. Like my my my, my next down was I did a roller coaster, uh, which I used all the other characters in it, and I called it 
something like Villainy Mayhem or well, the Ministry. Well, now leave, leave some leave some characters for us over here. <laughs> no, go yes. ahead. Go ahead. Well, as this kind of like the Ministry of Villainy, and I, you know, everybody for years, everybody has. I've heard people say, "Oh, they've got to do Isma and Kronk's roller coaster." You know, oh my, but I you just, just stole I don't one think. I don't think they would do one character. Like, I just don't think they have the space to do like multiple rides for every character. I think you would have to come, you'd have to combine. Yeah, but you don't have them have to have them all in every one either because you, Fantasyland is like that. You have a Beauty and the Beast ride, you have a Snow White ride, and you see right. other characters, but they don't necessarily have a ride, right? Right. You, the rides are for the biggest ones. Um, but right. I do like how you incorporated that. Like, I had an idea for a water ride with Ursula. Right only, but I actually like yours better. And the big qu- thing I would incorporate into that would be: you see Ursula, but then you're in a boat and you're in a lake, and she just comes up out of the lake, right? Just the ten, like it almost in swat, like it almost scare, like it scares you, like it just what right. the, you, it almost maybe if there's a way of the boat, a new technology for a water ride, unlike pirates and and it's a small world, would be if there's contraptions that could take the boat. And, and make it make it turn right just in a, right. in a lake setting you know you have the big open places in pirates where you're kind of still on a track and you know stuff's happening around you but where you could drift and you're turning you're facing one direction then all of a sudden you quickly can turn another direction and see something you else behind do, you they they could do that and they've done it like at tokyo disney sea there's a water ride that's like that it's it's like a it's outdoors so it's more just a ride but it's it's um, it's this trackless. It's trackless, but it's on water instead of on, on in like like Mickey's Runaway Railway or or Remy's Ratatouille. So they're trackless vehicles. Uh, and I thought about that because that, that they they Shanghai's version of Pirates of the Caribbean. It's these massive, huge buildings, uh, and you. I think I'm not sure if the if the boats are completely trackless there, but it's not a flume ride. But the, the the, the problem I saw in that is they have to be flat. You couldn't, you because those in those trackless rides, that's eight or what, six or eight vehicles all go through together and they all, they all incorporate together and they move around as a group. They do different things. Then they go to the next room as the next group comes into the next room. So if you did that, I don't know how you would do a drop because I think a drop would require, unless they could come up with something that's different that they I have not seen before. I just, I don't know that trackless could have drops. Well, I love that. I love the entire idea. JD, let's move on. So you got, we got the name of the land. We got the main attractions, Maleficent's castle. We have some technology to, to make it look all brooding and all the time and some, and all that stuff. And we have this amazing ride, Forbidden Mountain. Mm-hmm. What is your attraction? What's going to happen? Or, or maybe even modify David's there. What would you do? Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm now I'm going based. We've got this amazing mountain that's all themed around villains, and each part has a different attraction. You know, if if we were going up a mountain or something like that, and there are different entrances to different caves or whatever, and this was one of the attractions. Um, the first one I had to go with was a Hades themed underworld because I'm all about my favorite movie movies getting the attention that they need. So <laughs> the attraction is called Inside the Underworld. Uh, it's kind of a similar ride type to Escape from Gringotts Bank uh, at Universal. 
Um, but the story of it is you've befriended pain and panic. You're buddies with them. However, it happens. That's just how it starts. And it's not every day pain and pain and panic make a friend. So they're like, hey, let us show you where we live. Like, this would be fun. Let us come show you. And they kind of just take you into the underworld and you go through the the river of souls. You see the three-headed dog. And it's Escape from Gringotts is that mix of a little bit of thrill, but there's also screens. So you're it's fast-paced and then you're stopped and then you look and you watch a scene and then it's fast-paced again. Um, and you keep going, you keep going. And then pain and panic are like, oh, he's coming. And they kind of hide you and push you to the side. And then there's a scene where you see this huge Hades. And he's like, there's mortals here. Like, I can tell. Like, there's someone's here that's not supposed to be here. I'm, I've got to find them. And then he storms off. And pain and panic are like, we've got to get you out of here. Like, or you won't, you won't ever be able to leave. Like, he'll throw you into the river of souls. So then it gets really fast paced and they sneak you out. And then it's just this fast, quick pace. You get out and it's, yay, you escape, escape the underworld. And you're like, all right, that's the end. That's kind of the story where you get to see the underworld. You get the theme. It's all inside. Uh, but that's kind of what I was picturing. You said you're going you're gonna to name this Welcome to Hell? What, what did you say? <laughs> Welcome to Hell. Step into Hell. No, in, inside the underworld. Oh, I love it. I, I love like it. That. Mm-hmm. That's a cool yeah. idea. I do. I do think that I, we could take Hades out of mine uh, and put all that over there because I do think in this land, Hades would be fitting of his own attraction, and it fits in with the mountains and the caverns and all that. That would. Yeah. He's like the underworld of the ca- of the area. Yeah, I was trying to think through because you don't want it, you don't want it to be like Hercules. I mean, what you were talking about you don't want it to be like a because it is so themed Rome villains and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do don't ruins. want it to be. Yeah, you could incorporate mm-hmm. that a little bit, but I agree. Caverns, and, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Dude, that was the that. idea for one of my first attractions. All that's right. cool. Well, I like that. We, we got two good attractions. So I've got, I've got, so I've got restaurant. The restaurant idea, the the Gaston's, with to to expand on that a little bit. If that tavern was there right now, it's just a tavern, right? Their version of butter beer and things like that. But if it was a big restaurant with like wild game. Like you could order moose burgers yeah. or bison, be, yeah, or, bison, you know, yeah. something like that. That would be really cool. Um, Whole just chickens. some exotic, yeah, exactly. Kind of <laughs> yeah. like on, rotisserie well, chicken. The, the the Hogwarts uh, or the the Harry Potter, um, yeah. What do you, the I three think, broomsticks. I think bison burgers. Anywhere they can get the bison burger yeah. in there would be awesome. That would yeah. be really cool. But for as far as a a, a ride, I have I have a few. Um, one, um, I, I have. I, We'll get them all in there. So the idea of a Captain Hook ride, I think, would be kind of cool. Because yeah. in Peter Pan, you have the Lost Boy, kind of this island that's floating. Uh, you, you know, you have the the ships and the whole nine yards. But what if what we don't have is a um, – and, and correct me if I'm wrong in any of the parks. Is there like an overhanging suspended um, roller coaster or – Maybe like a zip line kind of ride anywhere in the parks. No, they they had proposed. I think that even the Fire Island idea that they talked about for Adventureland, they they tried to do. They talked about a concept of a roller coaster that you were on a on a roller coaster, but then it switched to a hanging roller coaster. Gotcha. Like it well, switched. Is, 
This yeah, isn't even my my kind of idea for this is a little less thrilling. But there's a, there's an attraction at Universal, um, the Pterodon Flyers in Jurassic Park. It's for kids, and it's just a suspended, almost like a you're. It's almost like a zip line, right? Right. That's a great and, yeah. And I thought like a Captain Hook themed one of those that kind of takes you even through goes around the entire park around yeah. the cat, you know, kind of brings you back around and even has an element where um, you get into kind of, you know, where the Lost Boys and kind of that thing is where you could the ride queue could be and you could climb up this tree, you know, to get there and you could ride, you know, and even even if you just incorporated Captain Hook himself, who's your host, you know, kind of goofy and whatnot, like join the join the crew and, you know, become a villain, maybe kind of recruiting you to be a villain, you know, and you go and he wants to take you on a tour of the land where it's not so much Peter, yeah, Peter Pan over in a fantasy land. Well, this is his antithesis to that, right? Yeah. Where, where you're going to, he's recruiting you to be one of his goofy crewmen and it could be very lighthearted and very funny and, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of that kind of thing, a little less, little less scary. But I think the idea of, I I wrote it with um, the, the Pterodon Flyers with my son, um, Judah and, and it, the, the line queue was way too long for what it was, but the idea was really cool. Is this, you kind of just, you're floating around. There's a little bit of, you know, your stomach's kind of like, Whoa, this is, you're out there and, and you're kind of exposed to the elements and it's, it's really kind of cool. So I thought a, a, a nice kid ride, a family ride could be something like that too, where maybe you get four people in or along those lines. Um, yeah. So some sort of a, a captain hook themed um, suspension ride, yeah. if you will. That's cool. I do like that a lot. I did think I, about. For, I don't have design my, renderings like David, or <laughs> I haven't even named it yet. I, so, <laughs> I did think I did think a, a a hanging roller an indoor hanging roller coaster would be that would be different. Uh, I I just really couldn't think of a character that that would I couldn't think of who that would be because that I, I couldn't think of a villain that flew. It's just like I couldn't think of a, like which villain would really have a restaurant, like that it wouldn't be weird like Mo, Mo, Malef, uh, Ursula's seafood restaurant. That would be like silly. Like it'd be it'd be okay, but it would just be she's a she's a she's from the sea, so she has a seat. So I didn't think so, that was really a good thing. I did think that I did think I did think for one of my stores if I could have if I could build Captain Hook's ship in the water at the base of forbidden mountain, I would have made his ship like hooks treasure. And like, mm-hmm. that would be a store and you could go in and buy villain merchandise. I've seen a lot of people online want to have Dr. Facilier to have a store, uh, kind of like probably like the, either the store in, uh, ha- beside haunted mansion that memento Mori. Uh, so a lot of people want Dr. Facilier to have a bar, you know, <laughs> like you would go eat, potions and they would be a bar oh, i've got i don't I know gotta, that, i don't I'm, know that they would put a bar in the back of so far in disney world there are no bars i've got a kid version of that actually so you have to have a sit down restaurant to have it to have alcohol so i don't think they just would do, do just a bar well, at disney world you have to yeah at disney world in the magic kingdom why in the magic why kingdom that? the well, like Walt just never wanted alcohol oh, in you. the Magic okay. Kingdom. He didn't want it. He didn't want it in Magic Kingdom. Period. And uh, so okay. it's not what, a regulation you know, again, he, like a city ordinance. No, like no, a he did, it, thing. but it okay. took him a long time and a lot of culture changed. I think even opening Paris was the first. They offended everybody in Paris because they didn't have wine. 
So gradually it shifted. So they offer, but you, you there are no walk up at Magic Kingdom. You can't walk up to a bar and order a beer and walk around with it. Okay. You can only get alcohol if you're sitting at, I think, Be Our Guest, maybe uh, Skipper Canteen. I think those mm-hmm. are maybe like the only two places you can order alcohol right now. And that's recent. That's recent that you could get more, you could get like a, a cocktail with like, you know, liquor in it, not a beer or something like that. So I think well, that's even changed. I don't, I'm just going to jump in here right, right quick and give you another one of my ideas because it goes along with that idea of the potion stuff. It's a candy shop. All right. And, and instead of like alcohol in a bar, it's a candy bar. Like it's, it's one of those by the pound candy shops, right. <laughs> that all kinds of weird shapes and creatures and whatnot. But the big element there is, you know, you know how like when you used to go to the beach, you get the sand art and like a like a, a base, and you could like, do whatever. What if you had powdered sour candies? This whole contraption, and you could get a vase, and every powder is a different potion, right? A different element, and you could combine any of them you want in your vase, and you could eat it or keep it as a keepsake or whatever. And you have have you ever been to like those Mongolian grills, like BDs or Genghis Grill? Where you you mm. you have like they have the, all the cards they give you if you so because you're making your own food for instance right, mm. but you have those cards that tell you okay these flavors would go good together. You could actually give out cards and be like oh you want a spell for uh, turning your dad into a frog. You need to get that so much of that one and 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 you can go and you get the the each of the the certain spells by mixing different ones of these yeah, powders awesome. together right. Yeah. And um, I, I just think that would be super cool. An interactive candy store would be really, would, really cool. That would be really fun. I, my, my concern would be that they would, they, because Disney is now in partnership with Mars, that they would demand that it be Skittles. <laughs> there you go. Different different yeah. colored Skittles because that's what they did. To, that's what they did to the candy shop at Main Street. It's all Skittles and M&Ms now. That's basically all the candy is is Skittles. I mean, that's not bad, but I'm sure like you, gummy bears. But I think, some sort. Of- I think a candy store that would be a definitely a great thing to have. I mean, you've got to have a villain store. I think a candy shop. I don't know who which characters. So I think Doctor so, Reciliate would be a good pick for a candy shop. That would. Be I agree. One. And a next and adjacent it kind of a thing. What if you had? And this isn't really healthy. You need candy apples. You need the evil queen. Oh, yeah. You need like a yeah. whole thing where you, and how about this interactive thing where you have a big cauldron, right? And you have mm-hmm. cast members and they're, they're taking ingredients off the wall. Like they're grabbing a bat, like a fake bat. And they're shaking, you know, stuff out of the bat into this big bat, right? And they have all these big cauldrons and they take, and you go and you tell them, I want a pear or I want an apple or I whatever. And they take and they jab it with a stick and they drop it down in front. They make, you know, kind of like Gatlinburg, they make this in front of you and then you can yeah. get all sorts of candied fruit, poison, poisonous fruit, if you will. You know, yeah, how, yeah. wouldn't that be kind of cool? I think, yeah. could, and I do think some of those things could also be like if, if they did the idea of the, of the haunted woods and you're kind of meandering your way, like just like they have different food, like popcorn carts, there could be a place where that's where you go and you get a can, you get a, a poison candy apple from the queen. Ooh. And to keep in theme, a- it's all got to be super unhealthy, tempting food, like <laughs> really awesome cupcakes and just nothing, no healthy. It's got to be super bad for you. You know, yeah, most, poison. Most it's of poison. it is. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's a good idea. I like that. 
That's awesome. Well, since we're on the topic of food, I'll share some of my my quick uh, service and then my high ticket uh, food. So I've got, we were talking about Captain Hook right next to it. We can have Hook's uh, Catch, which is a pirate sheen themed ship themed uh, restaurant with fish and chips. I thought that'd be really fun to bring over at Epcot. You know, they've got the great fish and chips. Bring that over. McKay is always talking about how Magic Kingdom needs more like salty, you know, just quick service. You could you could put in some other things, but, you know, think about, you know, fish and chips. You could put chicken tenders and other things, but that would be the quick, okay, this is what it's known for. I think that would be a lot of fun. I I think his ship. I thought about that too. Like a, mm-hmm. his his ship being a seafood uh, yeah. quick service would be great. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I thought would be really fun, if while we're incorporating, if we if we did Forbidden Mountain Water Ride, that there could be. I, I don't know if I, I took a picture of it. See if I can y'all can see it. If you, if you're not watching online, you can't. But this text is text it to us. Text it to us. This is. This is Maleficent in the castle. Okay. Can the big okay. table. Yeah. yeah. That this, if this was a dining room within oh, within yeah. the water ride, and you could dine in this area. Oh, that and, could be cool. Yeah. And it, it could be a villain meet and greet. And mm. you'd see the you would see the boats going by on the Forbidden Mountain ride, just like at Pirates of the Caribbean at the restaurant in Disneyland. Or at the um or at the Mexican restaurant in Epcot where you see the boats going by and there's this indoor restaurant. I think you could have, this could be another option besides Gaston's where you could have an indoor restaurant that had a meet and greet and it would be interactive with these boats going by in a ride. That would be really mm, fun. And it could be, be and it would be like the, all the lighting would be dark and green and purple and cavernous, but there would be villains walking around and, um, in there as well so but i like i like the captain hook fish place i think that's mm-hmm. a great idea yep um and then my big ticket the one that like the be our guest you gotta book it 90 days in advance would be jafar's fourth wish and it's the concept of jafar use all of his wealth to do this palace restaurant where it's the best Agrabah food money can buy, which in reality, it's just like really good Indian cuisine, like the non Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern cuisine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could do, you could do, no, I I totally get it. I mean, I think Indian vibe still falls under. I mean, what is Agrabah Middle East? I mean, you could put, you could say it was Persia, right? So that would be like modern day Iran. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's still kind of that same food. You yeah. know, it's like that chicken masala, you know, you go, that you kind of dish. Uh, I think any of that food from that region, though, I'm with you 100%. I think it's a fantastic Yes, food. I think that would be very unique that there's not a lot of besides like Morocco at Epcot, which, of course, Epcot has just about every food. But to do like a very high-quality version of that would be unique and fun, and it would also be in theme. Yeah. Really the tough cool. one of the toughest things about Magic Kingdom is there is not there is not a lot of great uh dining options. I mean that's not bad. It's a lot it's more quick service and you only really have be our guest mm-hmm. and skipper canteen where you can sit down and get 
something beyond quick serve. So I definitely think they're, they're one of these ideas. And I, I like that. And I, maybe that would be the thing with the woods is it would come, it would, you know, it could be, it might look like the cave of wonders. Like you so, go in, you enter Trafar's uh, yeah. restaurant through the cave of wonders. You'd have that big giant cat that you tiger. Yeah. That you go through. And there's gold yeah. everywhere and you yeah. can't touch anything, you know, yeah, but something cool. again, yeah. it's trying to figure out how to make them all look the same and how they all. I do think that could work if you did like that kind of entrance. It was a cave, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good yeah. idea, Jafar. That would be great. That that kind of thing is very missing for Magic Kingdom. It's like, just do only the people that go to Epcot like good food? <laughs> yeah, that one, that's, so- that's what it was through. Is like, how can we get more food? Like that's why I went fish, fish and chips. You know. Trying to get different than even I'm mean, like you said that you go to be our guest and it's like well you get a steak and French onion soup you know it's just like it's very still in that okay how do I really have to leave what I'm comfortable with to try this food you know I was trying to get out of that that normal food group I love I like it something yeah. a completely different menu would be awesome mm-hmm. yeah David like do you have that. another another attraction or restaurant. Only I just played around with this other attraction for uh I just kept going, what could you do with a roller coaster? What could you do? Again, I think I would combine characters and I would go more for the 2D wacky characters. Like it would have Pirate it would have Cruella and Captain Hook and Yzma, uh Queen of Hearts, just the ones and I did think it I did think it if you if if Kronk if Kronk Yzma's sidekick was the host and you could get Patrick Warburton to come in and reprise that role, that it, he could be like the, I just don't know how it would fit visually in with a forbidden mountain, but that you really could say that Yzma, like, like in another setting, Yzma's invited a bunch of villains over and Kronk, Kronk's, in, Kronk's prepared his spinach puffs and, uh, you know, cause he was like the chef. Kronk was actually that he was a cook. And there's that whole scene where Kronk runs the restaurant for a while in Emperor's New Groove. So you might could do something though where he he brings you in and but I think it would be like that roller coaster attraction. I think everybody would love to go up a lift hill and then hear Isma go, wrong weather. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you for sure. and you plummet down. But I I thought it could be kind of fun. Like a lot of the a lot of those classic movies have a chase scene, like Queen of Hearts chasing Alice through the maze, uh, Cruella in her car chasing the cats. Um, there's a wacky uh, scene with, um, gosh, Edgar from Aristocats being chased by the dogs. I mean, there's there's a lot of old chase scenes, and I was like, man, I wonder if it, with a roller coaster, like a Omni roller coaster, like like, um, Cosmic Rewind. But you, I mean, it's a little less intense, but you've got that flexibility. You could use screens with this old 2D animation to make you feel like you were in the old 2D animated movies and, and, and completely immerse you. I did think, I did see some footage. I had seen it before, but I, 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 some footage from a new, the new attraction at uh, again Tokyo Disney. They've done this mermaid ride that's a trackless, not mermaid, Beauty and the Beast ride that's trackless. And I've seen footage of it online, but one thing I hadn't noticed is in this attraction they actually project onto the floor, 
Like, so not only are they projecting the sky, they're projecting the floor because in a lot of these attractions, the floor gets dinged up or, or it, you, you're looking at a screen, but then you can see the real floor and it breaks mm. up the, and in, a, and in this one, they actually project onto the floor so that it, it doesn't lose, it doesn't lose, lose the illusion. So I thought in this, in a 2d attraction, it, like a Mickey's runaway railway, if they could immerse you floor ceiling and all sides and make you feel like you were on a roller coaster in the chase, that that could be kind of fun. But that's, that was the only thing I, I did. I did think those characters are um, a lot of these uh, Yzma, uh, Madame, Madame Mim from Sword in the Stone. They could be fun in a wacky, more friend, more family friendly coaster yeah. than the other ones that are a lot more scary and intense. I think that's a fantastic <coughs> idea. And I do think I love your approach, David, of trying to get all of, many of the characters in there together. Like some of the ones that would never get a ride on their own, make an appearance, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like cameos, and I think that's a cool idea um, as well. Yeah, because I think that's one of the the tough things about the uh, the you, you see a lot of, in a lot of the parades they go for the ones that are the big IPs, and so you're you're really shocked if you see a Halloween parade and a character comes by, like they had the guy. Uh, and this this year, I, we when we were there, we saw the guy that was the the villain from Meet the Robinsons. You never, you rarely yeah. ever see that. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, um, with the, with the new Pinocchio, you could finally have a place where you could meet, uh, Foulfellow and Gideon, the, the fox and the cat from Pinocchio. They could be in the woods somewhere. There could be a lot of, a lot of characters you just don't see as much. I also think it'd be great if they could get the headless horseman in there somewhere. That would That's be awesome. Great. Yes. Totally agree <laughs> with that. He um, he needs a meet and greet because he's he's only ridden through on a horse, right? Or every night, maybe if there's like a a, a light show on the castle, maybe he's the one that starts it. Like comes in, like rides in through the Maleficent castle. You know what I'm saying? Like makes an appearance, yeah. and that's sort of the thing that starts it. That'd be super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the the only other attract, Jay. I don't want to jump ahead, but I, I did have one other. I think would be a little bit of a unique kind of attraction that isn't a standard like ride ride. But what if um, using the Queen of Hearts as a theme in Alice in Wonderland, there's so many weird, wacky things you can do with that. What if we had an old-fashioned but Disney version, I say old-fashioned, but with all new technology, like a fun house that you walk through? A (laughs) walk-through fun house with like, you know, the mirrors and the projection and the AR where you just, it you, you walk through this thing you know, several stories and it's, it's, and you walk through this, her, her maze of adventures, like a mirror, like a mirror room and, and things like that. That could be super cool. And there's, I'm trying to think of other attractions that I've ever experienced where you walk through, um, you know, something you never yeah. sit in a cart, but it's almost like an entire mm, walkthrough. Do you think of anything like that? Well, they, they, a lot of, a lot of famous attractions, Pirates of Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion started out as walkthroughs, but where they where they finally went with a, with a ride was that they realized that was the only way they could, they could control crowd flow. Cause in a walkthrough, some people might stay in there an hour and they did do, uh, there is, they, at, at Paris, there's a hedge maze. There's a, there's a Alice in Wonderland hedge maze, but I guess you could stay out there as long as you wanted, but it's, it's not, uh, I think well, Tom Sawyer's like, Island too. Yeah. would be kind of mm-hmm. like that. I, th- I think there's some things, as long as there's not something that's so, 
uh, like if it's a kid's run around place yeah. that, you know, that it doesn't have something that's like, I gotta do this. It's just a it, good area to explore. And so now that you said that, that it could, that wasn't my original thought, but it could be that it could be like a kid's play playland, like kind of thing, like an Alice in Wonderland, you know, queen of hearts sort of castle, whatever, where it makes yeah. you, you look into something, but more than that, maybe I, I remember there was the, um, there, there's a there's the types of attractions that you walk through, but you're in a room and something happens in that room. Then you go to the next room and the story advances and something happens there. You know, um, something along those lines might be kind of cool for, for yeah. something you, like it, that. That yeah. you move through as a group. Yeah. Right. So mm. that was another, another, and then again, I remember like going to like the carnival as a kid or like the state fair and there's always those little, those little fun house thing where you have the, yeah. the thing that spins like around and you have the rubber bands you gotta navigate, you gotta go through the, the netting, and they're all kind of cheesy, but like a really good version of that could be kind of cool, you know? It could. Um and a big yeah. slide to come down at the end, you know, <laughs> and and you end in the in the forest and in the or you know, it, you get the feeling of like shrinking and growing like Alice would, you know, kind of kind of deal. Um could be kind of a cool attraction. But um yeah. I, like I have a few more, but I think I think I like David's ideas better. I think he's he's got them. <laughs> I know, Sam. It's like now I'm just trying to think about how I can get my attraction in his attraction. I'm yeah. like, how can I fit it? <laughs> in one, that? one thing I would like one thing one thing in my in my 2D roller coaster that I thought of is I'm I'm also thinking about rewritability. And I was watching old footage the other day of of country bears and how you know those curtains open up and like I don't I can't, I'm not good at remembering all their names, but Henry, the one with the hat, the top hat, he's over here one time and then the curtain opens and he's on the left side of the stage another time. So obviously they're rotating those animatronics, you know, because different ones pop up in different places. But I did think that could be fun in a, if you had again, like a cosmic we run type family coaster where you're riding through a chase scene that if you went to the top of the hill and this time it's Medusa from, from uh rescuers and she's going, unless you get down there and get my diamond, you don't get your Teddy back and you go down the hill. But the next time you go, it's the queen of hearts, you know, animatronic yeah. going off with her head and, you know, and you shoot down the thing. I think that could be really fun to add that animatronics could bring in a, they're if they're just not they're just not stagnant they're they're yeah. different every time like the, uh, some kind of carousel of villains <laughs> i love <laughs> that, that. They no that's they genius. rotate so every time you come up it's like oh she wasn't here last time it just it, it just those all those interesting combinations of of different things but yeah i think that's brilliant uh, yeah the only other I do attraction think it, go ahead good no i do think that something about that that scene where Cruella is driving and she just tears the car apart and she's driving in the snow, but I can't see it fitting in this land, but yeah, I mean, that like is just some, it's mad paced that, you know, if you could capture that frenzy, that's why I was ha- calling it like villain, villainous mayhem or something like that, where it's kind of mm-hmm. a wild, it's Mr. Toad's wild ride, right? But you're going to encounter all these villains. And anyway, the only yeah. other thing I had, and I don't know if they have this yet, but like would be a, uh, um, a, a escape from Jafar. Like you got to try to dislodge the the lamp from him, and you're mm. riding a magic carpet, 
and maybe it's a movie ride, like a 3D movie ride where, you know, you have a boo shows, uh, show, he's like your guide, you know, and the genie shows up to help you a little bit. And, you know, or you're trying to save the genie, get the genie back from Jafar. And you're just sort of this, there's not a lot of, um, you've got star tours, but there aren't a lot of movie rides um, per, compared to like other places too. So I think there's room for another one of those, you know, if it's done right and really well done. Hey, I do think that uh, uh, if you could do a roller, uh, an indoor roller coaster where your seat felt like a magic, if they made it feel like a magic carpet, like that you were on that, that could be a cool. That could be cool. Yeah. That could be, uh, they, they did something. They were going to do something like that at Epcot years ago. There was a, but it, instead of a, it was like a magic carpet boat <laughs> and it was like it had seats like a boat but you could tell you were on a carpet it was and they made it really an, i mean that, that old concept art it looked very uh persian you know like you're in this persian carriage rug and that and it was I, that could be a hanging that could be a hanging coaster that for the effect no seat belts you just yeah. you, you got there you go you gotta yeah. hold on yeah hold on yeah. <laughs> And if you really That's, want to get the effect, you dump them off at one point and then quickly go, you know, catch them, you know, at the bottom of the loop, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would so awesome. figure that out. Um, I've got a, I've got a two more attractions. So real quick, and this, you know, this is just so I, I can say it. I'm not sure if this one even fits really uh, with the Forbidden Mountain, but I had a a red flower adventure. And it's themed after Jungle Book. And you're kind of on a, a tour that King Louie uh, is giving you this tour of the jungle to try and persuade you to teach him how to make fire. Uh, I think that's such a, that's an interesting concept. And King Louie um, is one of those, he's not a, a, he's not the villain, but he's not a good guy. Um, that it could be a fun little, um, especially for Magic Kingdom at Orlando. I'm picturing it kind of like Indiana Jones at Disneyland, which is also what Dinosaur, like that model of a ride is is about. But it's not great. Dinosaur is not a great ride. So this would give Magic Kingdom a kind of a redo of making it fun and enjoyable of, of that kind of ride style. Um, and then at the end, there's a big animatronic Shere Khan, which I think would be terrifying. But it would be—I think I'm—I would be interested to see how they would do an animatronic animal now with the technology they have, and see what scale they could put it on. Um, but that was an idea where you could go, and there'd be a you know massive tiger at the end, and King Louis is just talking to you the whole time, asking you. What's, what's the secret to this red flower? How do you make fire? How do I be like you? Um, would be kind of a fun a fun concept. And then my last attraction is called Ernesto the Magnifico. Um, had to do a good Ernesto de la Cruz boat ride where you're, you're going through. I thought this would be kind of fun. You're riding on a boat, and as you're going through the boat, um, Ernesto is talking and he's giving you a walkthrough of his career, how he grew up as a boy and then he got into music and then he, you, he got his business partner. Um, but the whole time he's trying to validate why he killed his, um, this business music partner, you know, who's Miguel's Hector. father, Hector, that's his name. I'm trying to remember his name, Hector, why he killed Hector. So he's like, guys, like, you know why, like, I've worked so hard, like, I had to do it. 
would be kind of a, a light, comical, but also still dark um, story where it ends with Remember Me. Um, that just seemed like a fun boat ride concept. Yeah, that's a good idea. He would definitely be a good meet and greet. I I, I really mm-hmm. forgot to even list him on my... <clears throat> I mean, there are so many characters. I yeah. mean, I, like, I mean... And good, I mean, there's also the, all the Pixar villains, Lotso and Sid and Stinky Pete and Syndrome. There's all mm-hmm. that crew. I mean, there's so many things that you could do. Um, there's, I mean, a, a lot of the a lot of the things I saw online had Claude Frollo from Hunchback is the one that people thought was the most terrifying. You know, he, mm. there's just so many. I mean, he could pop up in any of these things too. It's, it's, it's going to come down to what what they think is going to sell the most, but we can dream. We can dream. Sure. Again, I don't think they would ever do an attraction with minor villains, but I would love to see them pop up somewhere besides a meet and greet. I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want to shut down the conversation too quickly. If y'all have more, more ideas for this villain land. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's great. The last thing I had, the last thing I had was a Cruella makeover where kids could get decorated and get, you know, whatever, kind of like the Bippity Boppity Boutique. They could get dressed up as a villain. I thought that would be interesting to see little kids walking around as their favorite villain would be kind of a fun they, twist. They would love that. That That's mm-hmm. the kind of thing that they would love to put in, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> they could ching ching. <laughs> yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. Definitely some face painting. Yeah, and some face uh, painting. Some mm-hmm. really elaborate makeup artist artistry. That could be really cool. That's fun that stuff. Well. well, I think I think we've got it. I think we've we've got this mapped out. I think we should we should get rolling on this as quickly as possible. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna write a, a letter and uh, send, no, <laughs> just kidding. Send this but, podcast. Yeah, but anyhow, guys, always fun. I think I, I'm probably gonna break this into two. You know, we'll probably break it into two <laughs> episodes. Um, but we thank you guys for, uh, for, um, always bringing incredible ideas into our listeners for sticking with us. Um, yep. we will be back really soon. If we would love your ideas, maybe we forgot something in villain land. Maybe we forgot your favorite villain, an attraction idea you have. You can, we'd love to hear what you think. Um, and you can reach us at why on Instagram and on Twitter. And thank you for your time as always until next time, uh, David and JD, um, Y'all take care. Jaden, you stay safe out there. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, this was a whole lot of fun. I'm going to go get bunkered bunkered down. Go watch some indoors. Yeah, that's true. This is the perfect excuse to watch some Disney+. Plus. Don't forget remembering. Yes, I'm going to go do it right now. Yeah. Awesome. See you guys later.